that's fine. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thank you. Uh, welcome back to my show, Funny Talks. My name is Henry, and I have my next guest here. He's one of my good friends from LA, Cash Up Mark. How you doing, man? Hey, man. I'm, I'm good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing a lot better. I mm-hmm. started doing yoga again in the morning, so it's it really helps me like ground myself. It helps me also become more mobile because I always feel tense and stuff. So it's been helpful. I see all those mats out there. Yeah. Yeah. I try to work out. So. Uh-huh. Um, is there anything you'd like to say before we start? Like what you do? Maybe how we met each other. Uh, we met in like 2017. Was it 2017? Uh, I think it right? was. Maybe 2018. 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Because 2017, I was at yeah. New York Film Academy. No, I was a trust, newcomer trust. and you were already there, right? Yeah. No, I think we. We started together? I don't think we started together. No. I think you were more familiar with the school more than me. When oh, yeah, because I, I took, like, what, one semester off or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah. Yeah, one semester off, and then we started from there. What was the first thing that we did together? I don't know, but I remember when we first met, we didn't really have... Um, I guess the chemistry that we have now, uh-huh. you know, like I think when I was at first, I was always hanging out with the Ponchu more. The Ponchu more, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. hanging with the Ponchu all the time. Uh, but I think I once think... we started working together, mm-hmm. what was the first thing we did? Was it in Carlos's uh, class? No, I think the first, the very first thing we did. Was in Dick's class? Was it in Dick's class? Oh, you talking about um, with uh, that uh, what's her name again? The Swan. Yeah, the Swan thing. The Swan thing. Yes. That so That's weird. literally the name of the play, right? The Swan thing. No, it's like Swan. I don't remember Swan Lake or something. Swan Lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll insert a, a little video of like. That well, was I, hilarious, man. Remember, remember, I was, oh, man. I'll, maybe I'll add in the video of okay. what I was working on. I did send you those footage, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, me- yeah. I remember you taking those videos, and uh, theater school was really fun. Yeah, I think that was the first thing that we did together. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. ever since then, I think we just realized that, you know, our chemistry on stage and the way we worked, like it, it kind of matched each other, you know? Yes, it did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then I think it was Lobby Hero, right? Then we did Lobby Hero. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Lobby Hero was fun. Yeah, was that was so much fun. Yeah. 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 The thing we, when we bounce off creative ideas of each other, like the radio thing was fucking brilliant, you know? And you, oh my God. Yeah, that was fun. I still have my radio. I don't know where it is though. Uh, I do. I, I have it too, man. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Too bad we never got to use it on set or anything. Yeah. But it was fun, man. The lobby hero was fun. Yeah. Whatever happened to us acting, huh? Well, the pandemic hit. <laughs> you know, it did. It did that happen. Yeah. Sucks. For for also that you guys don't know, um, Ketchup and I also have a small production company. Yep. And unfortunately, I haven't been doing anything because I've been back home. I've been working on myself a lot. But maybe you can tell me what's been going on back there. Well, back here. Mm, so Rima and Caleb, you know both of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They are doing a film, Caleb's film. It's called Misdiagnosed. It's about this. You, uh, put out an audition thing, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did put out a casting notice out there. Uh, did we talk about Misdiagnosed or not? It's, no, uh, I we. I mean, you know, me and you literally haven't talked. Yeah. At like, all. Work like, stuff we haven't talked since yeah. in a very long time. Yeah, man. And I think uh, that, like, I guess to give more context, whenever, like, we work well together because you are very, like, business-orientated, right? I am? Yeah, you, like, yeah, you yeah. have to get stuff done, you're the manager and all this, and I just, you allow me to be, like, just free with my creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's just how it works. And because I'm too lazy to... Like do all the business side stuff, as you know. Not lazy, well, lazy because I don't really know how to, you know. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know it can be tough to paperwork and stuff. Uh, but yeah, misdiagnosed is a is a pretty cool film, man. It's uh, about these three gay people who are in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, the couple. Uh, who's already living in a house they bring another you know person into the relationship and and they have their regular hiv checkup routines you know mm -hmm. at clinic and one of them comes positive and the whole story revolves around them you know managing that uh emotional phase yeah how, yeah. how long have you guys been working on the script uh, I I haven't been working on that script. Caleb wrote it. Oh, so you just helped? Uh, yeah, is I'm it just still under Spectrum Productions, or is it under yours, ours? I think we'll mostly put it under a collaborative effort. Yeah. Okay. Yours and Spectrum, because Rima's directing it. Okay, nice. She's yeah, back in. Is she back in LA? Yeah, she is. Nice. Yeah, Rima's directing it, uh, and we are right now. We are looking for actors. Yeah. Was considering a couple of them back from our school. You know that one play we saw. There was an actor. Uh, it was the it was a Sam Shepard's play, The Killer's Head. Was it The Killer's Head? The one when there was three acts, right? Yeah, yeah. Three one acts. acts. Yeah, three one acts. I think one of them was called Killer's Head. You know the guy on the chair. Sam Bullington, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, him. Sam, Sam, Sam. Yeah, yeah. 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 You trying to contact him? I think so. Uh, they are trying to contact him right now. Yeah, I see he's been doing some work, so. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty good at it. I saw him in, what was that place name? Uh, you know that play? 
It's about uh, a drag queen. There's a drag queen in that play. Uh, nothing comes to mind right now. Something about American. Nah. Yeah, he played he played a drag queen in that. Yeah, he, he's yeah. a great well, actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is, he is. So we are trying to get him. Yeah, man, that's yeah. what's up. And I've been writing a pilot though. For like TV or a movie? No, or no, of no, course no. TV. Yeah. Yeah, no, not for a TV particularly, I would say. But for like a a show, you mean? But yeah, yeah, like a web show. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, a web show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking about a new web show too, and I'm I'm talking to my brother about it right now. Yeah, what is it about? Uh, it's it's kind of just another talk show, but mm -hmm. so this one, funny talks, is kind of about like how I've been going through fixing my mental health and everything, and yeah, it felt kind of um, I'm gonna say lackluster. Uh huh. Like I had, well, you know me, I have like anxiety and stuff like that. And my ADHD, I'm always constantly thinking. So when I was thinking about the show, I'm like, maybe the reasons why it's not doing as well as I wanted to, because no one really wants to listen to like a loser kind of <sighs> talking. Well, I mean, so this is just what I see, right? Yeah. And so I thought about um starting a new show but on the same channel on this yeah. channel yeah um but it's just me talking to friends and instead of like trying to make everything about me it's just about our relationship our friendship and how we can bring positivity to the world the show that i'm writing is about mental health actually yeah I think that's that's the trending thing right now. It's all about mental health, especially because of the pandemic. You know? Yeah, it is. It is because uh, I think pandemic kind of opened that wound up. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of exposed it. Because not a lot of people had to like uh, sit down with their thoughts. You know. Thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was either just constantly working or constantly partying. Especially in LA, like yeah. sometimes I do miss LA and how there's always something to do. Yeah, there's like always something to do, and and I should have taken advantage of that. But you know, it's expensive to do stuff out there. <laughs> it is, it is. But it's opening up. It's opening up quite well now, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're they're doing good stuff. I. I saw they are uh, building a, like a colony for homeless people in North Hollywood. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. They're um, they're starting to really tackle the homeless problems. Yeah, yeah, they are. And I'm, I was glad to see that that it was happening. You know, it was like when I came to LA, that was the first thing that hit me. Like, there's too many of them yeah. suffering. Yeah. Speaking of homeless, like how how is um the vagabond doing? The Vagabond? Yeah. The Vagabond is still in the music part of it. Yeah, okay, you're just scoring now? Yeah, we are we are just uh, we are finished with the scoring, but then we didn't really like it, you know. Then we changed it again and now we are we are in the third draft of music scoring now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But editing is done. Editing is yeah. Realized, yeah. 
but it's it's still, yeah they're composing it uh the guy who's doing music he's trying different instruments uh, i think uh, the yeah. last one he tried was drums drums like more percussions more percussions yes yep more beats yeah but uh i think it's it's going to come well bro it's coming out well uh slumberland is done by the way slumberland oh. yeah that's uh, i like i like slumberland more than the vagabond bro because well, it's reason. a little bit more comedic <laughs> yeah it's and... uh, it's hilarious you know like uh not the other parts of it but just the relationship between you and the panchu that has come off of the yeah, screen yeah 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 that's pretty amazing yeah i i hope so yeah. i i can't wait to see it yeah 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 stumberland uh, is coming great mm. and yeah man the next thing is misdiagnosed and then the pilot yeah so the two things yep what's the what, what do you got done on the pilot uh so pilot we have we have we are done with the script and okay. now all okay. we have to think about is the production stuff you know did you write everything <laughs> uh not me everything this one other guy from india too uh oh, okay. and, yeah we collaborated on it uh we brainstormed the materials together you know uh, there were there were some old books in india that we pulled out those were some philosophical books by the way yeah, yeah. so like indian ancient medicine it's called ayurveda you know i don't they know have, uh they have like a lot of stuff about uh, the physical uh the physical diseases you know that are that exist on in the body but uh, no one has really explored the mental part of it mental yeah, yeah there's a lot of things that are related to brains in there yeah so we went to we went down to that rabbit hole and came up with pretty good stuff yeah yeah It's always good to go down the rabbit hole sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went down like during the pandemic that's what we did, you know. Yeah. Read bunch of shit and came up with it. I mean, that's what well, instead of reading, I yeah. I smoked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like I I've slowed down because it's it's messing up my daily routines and stuff like that and Yeah. I don't always feel the best, but when i did smoke, smoke do you smoke regularly i did um like ever since the pandemic started mm-hmm. i think i smoked every day up until like a month ago okay because i i thought i needed it to cope with you know what was going on yeah 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 and <laughs> i do realize that uh, California marijuana and Massachusetts marijuana. There's a difference? Really? What's the difference? The Cali shit is it is so good. Uh-huh. It is so over here it's like I don't know, it's I guess the, the easiest way to explain it is like not as potent. Okay. Like I would have to smoke a lot more. just to get like one hit like it was in California in California um, there's like different there's different strands and stuff there's different um, it's just it's just better 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think, especially when you're talking to people over there about it, like the bud tenders, yeah. the people who sell it, mm-hmm. they know what they're talking about. And like, they know how to find the right one for you. Right. Well, I'm I'm guessing it's because it's more in demand here, you know. Like yeah, the well, demand is yeah. Over here, here, it kind of like they sell it recreationally and medically, but it's kind of like going to um an alcohol store. An alcohol you just go in there and you like you can kind of just pick whatever. But okay. they don't the guide weed, you through. Yeah, the, the okay. weed shops in California, they're like they they meet, yeah, yeah. come up to you. They they'll they go down to details, you know. Yeah, every Amen. every little detail, they'll find the perfect one for you, and they're like, okay, if this one doesn't work, come back. We'll find another yeah. one. Over here, it's just like gym, that's this one. If you want yeah, to go yeah. to park, that's this one. You know. Yeah, over um, here it's like uh, I ask them questions. So they're like, uh, I I think that one's good. Okay, so you just here as a job, and you're not really like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's just the one place I go to. Maybe I, there's other places, but yeah, yeah. I don't. That's just not as good as. Did you ever, uh, like, try to take a week where you don't smoke at all? Yeah, I did that. A, um, like maybe two weeks ago, I did one whole week where I didn't smoke. Were there talked. any like difference if you if you stop smoking for a week? Would you notice like any kind of withdrawal symptoms because you have smoked for a long time, like more mm. irritation or stuff, or no? No, not at um, all. Well, I think because the stuff here wasn't isn't as good as California, mm-hmm. so like it didn't take that long for me to like not care anymore. Okay, okay. Because okay. it didn't really do much anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when that week I took off. Mm-hmm. I I slept better, um, but I do think it's because of that it's not as good as California. Okay. Like when I was in California, I was taking this um this drip to help me sleep. Yeah, yeah. I had the best sleep of my entire life on that stuff, and I I can't ever get it again. You know. Yeah. So I've been here trying different stuff to see to help me sleep but none of it helps none of it yeah how about meditation have you tried meditation uh i'm i'm thinking about it mm-hmm. like um i mean like i said i do yogas in the morning yeah, so yeah. that's like kind of my meditation like i kind of just don't think and just stretch and stuff yeah. but um what i started doing i think probably at the beginning of this year is every night um i would just like decompress and just listen to music for hours and do nothing what, else what kind of music oh, um all sorts of music more more like kind of lo-fi okay. um hip-hop but nothing nothing too exciting nothing fast nothing metal yeah yeah. And and like some like emotional stuff, you know. Okay, the blues. Yes, yeah, sort of like R and B, rhythm and blues, and lo-fi, mostly. Yeah, That's and it helps me calm down and like realize that. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Everything is okay. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, 
it did take a toll on a lot of people, man. Uh, like the people, especially homeless people in LA, their behavior, you can notice it in, in their behavior, you know? Yeah. Are they getting like more... Getting more... Or something? Disturbed. No. Yeah. Not irritable. Like, uh, it would be very foolish to say that it's irritable. It's just like things are happening to them, you know? And they are getting affected by it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I could see it when I, so what I did, uh, what little bit of what I did was I went al- around in like different areas of Los Angeles and I started taking some pictures. Uh, just yeah, I think you told me that like you and um, Devam, right? Yeah, uh, Devam is not here right now. But then uh, at the, in the beginning, we started it together. Yeah. But uh, then I would just go along uh, in like the remote areas of it. Just yeah. take pictures of, you know, places. Have you been to Skid Row? Skid Row? On down, yeah. In downtown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have been there, yeah. Damn. I've never That's been there, true. and, like, all the stories I hear, like... Yeah, that place is crazy, bro. It's pretty bad, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, blocks of tents and shit everywhere. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh... But uh, but I went to this like a uh, shelter place, you know, to ask about like how do they do the rehabilitation of them, and they say that they do the health checkups, you know, they would provide them with uh, with the room and stuff. Yeah. But the lady there told me that it's a uh, it's all uh, it's somehow related to drugs, you know, like if they come into a shelter, then they have to uh, stop the stop doing drugs, you know, then go go into rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they and like some some of them would resist going there just because of that. Yeah, like I kind of see how they do it. It's like yeah. you can't just force help on somebody. You know, like they gotta want help. Yeah, yeah and if they don't want to get off drugs, then it's kind of like, what can we do? You know? Yeah, it's like a vicious circle. You know? Just yeah, getting back to it. Yeah, and it's crazy how. How many homeless people are there in LA? You know what I mean? Like, uh, I kind of make this comparison. So in Boston, right? Yep. Almost every, I don't know, you can walk for like five minutes and you'll see maybe at least one or two Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. Right? There's Dunkin' Donuts everywhere. Like Starbucks to, in LA? Yeah. But when you go to start, when, when you go to LA, like almost every corner, on every mm-hmm. block is at least like one homeless person. Oh yeah. And that's like not even a joke of how many like no matter where you go in yeah. LA there's a few homeless people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is they're they're working on it, you know? Uh, yeah, I know I know they're trying. So. Yeah, they're trying, trying. But yeah, man, uh besides that, it's opening up. It's uh, the weather's calming down a little bit. It's the sun has been staying up, you know. Wait, it's calming it's, down, like the cold. It was. Uh, oh yeah, was pretty, Cali bro. cold. Yeah, yeah the yeah. LA cold. There's no like humidity in the in the environment. It was like dead as cold. The oh, so it's desert rain. Dry again. The dry, yeah, dry as hell. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the humidity is increasing. How's the weather there, Boston? Uh, it's warming up. 
-hmm. And for us, warming up means uh, above 32 degrees, so above zero degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For us, that's warming up. Mm -hmm. uh, it stops snowing, so that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys have any effect from that winter storm that happened in Texas or not? Nothing to that extent. Nothing to that extent. Like we had some snowstorms, but nothing that bad. Yeah, Texas, I saw they had that huge pile up and then yeah. they had that huge power outage. Like, yeah, it's just like one disaster after the next, you know? After that happened, I think I. I learned something about Texas that Texas is not connected to the national power grid. Yeah, they have their own, like, the own separate. Yeah, power that, grid. that's what I was saying. Like, Texas could be the only state that can secede from America and be okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, Texas could be like, okay, fuck off, America. We're our own country now. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, they have a port, right? They can get stuff in. They have enough land. They basically have a militia. You know? mm -hmm. They can, they kind of are their own country, you know? <laughs> the land of the law is very different there. Yeah. Even, yeah. like, you know, according to the rest of America. Yeah, yeah. You know, but earlier you were talking about uh, this show. Yes. Yeah weird transition into this but talking about like polyamorous relationships i've thought about trying a pol polyamorous relationship yeah polyamorous relationship yeah. i think the what do you call it the unsaid rules of it what are those what what are those like parameters of the, that kind of relationship you know i i don't know yeah I've man never, i've never met anybody well that i know of was in a polyamorous relationship yeah it kind of intrigues me in a very weird way the whole thing yeah like well i thought about it i thought about it last night um, mm -hmm. it, it's so funny that you talk about it but because like no shit you thought about it last night yeah because I was thinking, like, you know, like, monogamy is great. You know, like, having one person, like, I guess for the rest of your life. But uh -huh. I started thinking about, like, how, uh, like, I've been heartbroken so many times. I've been cheated on a couple of times. I've broken a few hearts a couple of times. You know, like, this whole cycle of, like, trying to find... I guess the one, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not saying I've given up on that, but okay. still searching. Yeah. But why not try? Like, I've always had this feeling where I can, I don't want to say juggle relationships. The what? Like juggle relationships. Like if you, okay. if you're like dating two people or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I haven't tried it, mm -hmm. but I think I could like, be with someone hmm. and love, I guess, love them as much as I can, right? But I feel like I can also do that with somebody else too. And like, have it not 
conflict as much as long as they're okay with it. Like, mm-hmm. if I dated a girl, and if she was also polyamorous, then it would be even better. You know? like, I don't know. I just feel like I have too much love to give. It's just like, yeah. You know, this I, I, like the polyamorous relationship since Caleb brought it, you know, I think I need to sit down and take a paper, you know, and write all the stuff down that there is. It's, yeah. uh, it's more complex for sure. Has, has he been in a polyamorous relationship, Caleb? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I have never asked if he's him. writing this, I would, I, I haven't talked yeah. to him well, but I would assume he has some sort of experience with this. Yeah, I think he would at least have an idea, you know, that what the whole thing is. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting. And I think, like, it should be maybe talked about a little bit more. I think there were some uh, Indonesian uh, tribes, you know, uh, that were, uh, they were, they were practicing this kind of relationship. Yeah. That's what I, I learned that it's uh, it's not that it's a new thing, you know, it was happening before. Yeah, I know like in other countries, uh, yeah. there are things beyond monogamy, you know. Like, yeah. Well, you know, was it like the Thai king? He has like 12 mistresses or something like that and everyone's okay with it, you know. And, or Mormons in America, they have multiple wives mormons yeah so it's not like a it's not a new thing historically yeah yeah like it's but been it's, there it's sort of a new thing in i guess our modern society you know yeah cuz if you look all over social media it's all about like oh that's my man or that's my girl you know it's yeah. all about the one person for you or something. Yeah. Um, and we were also uh, getting down to like how if somebody has tested positive for HIV, you know, yeah. and how would that, that affect them? And I asked, I, I asked a couple of my friends who are familiar with the work in that area. They said that uh, it is distressing for sure, you know, yeah. But uh, the science has advanced to the level where it's possible to, you know, provide a medication where they can function in a normal life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's, there's been some medications where, like, they, they sort of slow it down. Yeah. HIV, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you've seen the movie, uh, was it Dallas Bias Club, right? I, think it is. I have, I have, yes. Yeah, with Matthew McConaughey. Yep how they all have HIV. Yeah, that, that really brought it to light to me. Too. I didn't know a lot about HIV yeah. until that movie. And I, I guess with that, it kind of makes sense. Um, like with the, the movie Misdiagnosed yeah. with polyamory, polyamory cause like if you have HIV um, and I guess your partner doesn't like that's kind of hard for them you know so if i was a partner with no hiv um at least for me i would kind of expect you know the one with the hiv to, to look you're 
Like, you know you're going to die soon, which is unfortunate. But it's like, go out and have fun, you know? And there's, there's no... I guess to me, there's no point in, like, trying to stick with just one person. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hard uh, for us to decide, like, what would be the next step for that person, you know? Uh, and it's very hard to talk to people about that, especially the ones who have been through it. Yeah. Yeah. I've never I'm, met anybody with HIV. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And that's, that was the one thing that we wanted to do. Uh, reach out to people who know that this has, you know, I'll just come to them. To, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense because like, you would want some sort of um, realism to the script and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like hearing from them uh, would give us a lot, you know, and, and be able to do justice to the whole thing. Yeah. You know, I'm actually surprised when I saw you that you shaved too. I was kind of yeah. hoping you had your fucking, <laughs> fucking beard that you had. Your beard? Yeah. Uh, I think maybe after one or two months, I'll start growing it again. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm keeping it shaved. Yeah, I mean, it looks yeah. good. Yeah, I think yeah. me too is like, well, I don't have a beard like you, but just keeping it yeah. clean, you know, feels better. How's your routine with Tux? <sighs> well, you know how I feel. How, how's your guys' relationship going on? Oh, like, God. Yeah. I, I talked about it. I think I talked yeah. about it. Um, Ups and downs, you know? <laughs> and the thing Are is, you... I, like, I want to blame like that he's a rescue i got yeah. him at one one and a half years old so like is this whole um basically puppyhood that i don't know about mm -hmm. you know like i don't know what he grew up with i don't know how he was treated do you think he's still going through that puppyhood yeah i think he's still traumatized and like i said to you like for me i I mainly got a dog because I wanted some sort of control in my life, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, still now, I, I can't, like, control him. You know? Like, he doesn't listen. And, like, I don't know how to discipline him. No. And, I, and there are times where I feel like he's just, like, not there. You know? But the thing is, I feel like I see myself a lot in him. Mm -hmm. you know? And whenever I see that, um, I guess the best way to say it is I, I try not to act like my dad did to me like I do to him. To him, yeah. Yeah, so it's like I don't, I don't want to take out like my frustrations on him just because he doesn't know what to do. And like I, I think I'm getting better at that. Like, mm -hmm. You know, I'm letting him do a little bit more explore his own um but he's still a brat <laughs> every time i walk him like he's he always pulls on the leash like mm -hmm. he'd rather choke himself than listen to me I'm like what are you like my god he'll pull i'm just walking and he's <clears throat> over to the left trying to, like, trying to sniff the bush but he's like, 
Yeah. You are mirroring him when he's like a little bit annoyed by yeah. you. Yeah. You know? Mirror him when he's a little bit happy, exciting, you know? Yeah. Like those kind of moods that will I think uh, create more better communication. I think I, I, doing consciously a little bit. Yeah. So I in Herbert's manual, there's an animal manual that I saw that the more you mirror them uh if you think like you don't have like good communication uh with your dog you know like yeah. not understanding if they are not understanding your moods and you are not understanding their moods uh start mirroring them that would create more of a bridge yeah why well, yeah i think i've been doing that a little bit you know and mm-hmm. that's why it's been getting a little bit better it's still not like at the level i guess that i want yeah but you know, it's a work in progress. It is, it is. From a traumatized dog, I guess. <laughs> How old is he right now? I think now, like in June, he'll be four years old. Yeah. yeah. Four. Four. Oh, that's still young. That's quite young. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like. It, I mean, obviously, it could be me that I don't know how to train a dog at all. Yeah. You know, or I don't know how to discipline. I don't know how to reward them, but I don't know, I'm doing my best, I guess. <clears throat> Trying at least. We'll find out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> With time. Yeah. Yeah, you'll find out a way to figure him out. So, anything new in LA, man? Like, I guess. Hmm, what can I ask? Hmm. Like any new, any new friends or anything? Like, are you still talking to all the people from Strasbourg? I am, yeah. Uh, there's a big group of all the vets. Uh, not the vets, per se, but uh, you know the usual group? Jack, Brock, Scott. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, them, they, they became like a pretty good community. Yeah. A little click themselves. Not a click, but like a little group. I think yeah. it's kind of like mine and your dynamic. Like They just found out that they... Yeah. They are creatively and physically good with each other. That that group is uh, awesome in ways like they know how to support each other, you know? Yeah. All the time in their careers, in their like normal life, you know, they, they have achieved that kind of, you know, men maturity. <laughs> yeah. You know what I, you know what I did realize though when I was out here or back home mm-hmm. and how um, I guess how unsuccessful I was in LA. It's because I had this mindset that I was better than everybody else, and I think, uh, well, obviously that's what led to like my downfall. Yeah. Like um. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Like I, I do it here too, and I still do it all the time. Where like. I get, I get annoyed mm-hmm. when like people don't hit me up, you know. Okay. Because I had this mindset I'm like I am, I guess it's like a, a form of narcissism, right? Like I'm not really, uh, grandiose a- narcissism, but I feel like whenever I was in LA, um, I was like, I felt like I was so talented. And I thought I was obviously a better actor than everyone, which I don't believe anymore. That's just my opinion. But 
the, when I felt like that, I was like, how come no one's hit me up to do projects? And if no one's going to hit me up, I'm not going to hit them up because they don't deserve mm-hmm. the time. And I, I, yeah, I was still full of myself like that. You know, uh, LA is a, what do you call it? It's, it's a very rainbow city, you know? It's, uh, it's, uh, it has all the colors. You will, you'll find all the colors here. But uh, mostly with actors, what happens, I think uh, they, we, we all have like a, uh, a final picture of our career, you know? That we wanna be that, we wanna be this. And then we work for it, obviously. Uh, all, of, all of the actors, they work for yeah. it. They try to work for it, you know? And then, then when they don't achieve that vision, they they get angry that brings up like negative emotions in them mm-hmm. and i think that's that's the cycle sometimes like art, artists have yeah. to break, break you know like not not thinking about the final picture of the whole yeah. thing yeah just uh, whatever comes up uh, creatively in front of us dealing uh, dealing with it the best we can you know yeah I think that uh, that's a very healthy approach that I've learned by staying yeah. in LA. Yeah. That, that's what I've, um, I guess through making those mistakes in LA, yeah. I learned from those mistakes here. That's why I've been able to finally start producing all of these things that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you said, I always had this vision of like where I should be. Yep. You know, and I never concentrated on how to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when that when I realized that was I think on a on a set and it was very poorly handled set. The script was there was almost no script. You know, there was nothing going on. But uh, the actors on that set, uh, they they kind of disengaged themselves from the whole. You know. The fact that there is no script, the fact that the production is going is not going well, they are not, you know. Uh, so everything was like improvised. Most most of the time, yes, yes. Okay. And uh, but they were committed, you know. They they didn't take it negatively, and that's when I realized that uh, they are dealing it, they are dealing with it the best uh, they can, you know, in the time. They are not. Uh, none of them were like, you know, fuck it. This is not a good script uh, i'm not gonna you know i'm just gonna say whatever he's tr- he's just telling me the director whatever yeah. whatever the instructions are coming in from him you know uh, it wasn't bad they were trying stuff on the set and they were they were putting in effort dude yeah yeah i i i mean you think about this all the time you wish you knew what you knew back then yeah yeah, yeah. you know like if i was in la and if i was more humble than i am now then I probably would have gotten a lot more stuff done, mm-hmm. but I was so concerned. Like, and you know how, like, every time we watched a movie, I would always have to have a strong opinion about it. Yeah, like, I knew what I was talking about, and oh, it wasn't good because of this blah blah. Like, I was. Oh man, I miss going to movies with you. Yeah, I was yeah. so in my head back then, and I think the problem was. Um, I thought about this because like my earlier life or my younger life, I never really got 
um, like approval or praise or kind of like that from my parents or whatever my some of my friends back then and then once you go to LA and like everyone at the beginning is so supportive you know like oh you're so grateful and like from not hearing how good I was to all of a sudden everybody's complimenting me yeah it fucking blew my head up and obviously it blew up in a very bad way um but yeah i think that's why being here being back home home yeah and realizing all the mistakes i made has humbled me and it has allowed me to be well, at least want to be more creative. Yeah. And instead of just seeing the end of the road of like how successful I could be, um, I just started putting content out. I started, just started being creative and I'll learn along the way, you know. There's no right or wrong way. There's no, there's no formula, I guess. Yes. Everyone has their own way of finding success and success. I mean... It's a very subjective things. thing, yeah. yeah. It means different things. Like, I, I was reading a... Where is it? Hold on. Uh, this is one book that I'm going to start reading soon. It is this one. I'll show you right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Thank You Economy? Yeah. It's a book by Gary Vaynerchuk. Vaynerchuk? Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I gathered about it, it's kind of like you got to be happy that you got one new follower versus zero followers. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Me, I was expecting, like, if, if I didn't have, you know, a thousand followers, it doesn't yep. matter. You know, like, and it, w- it was detrimental to me, obviously. Yes. I would take a one person laughing in the audience, you know? If the... Yeah. Yes. That's what I was... I wish I realized that when I was down. You know? Yeah. Like, when we did our... When I did my combination, you and my partner, and like just that feeling of all those people in the audience. And, you know... I don't know how they all truly felt, mm-hmm. but maybe not all of them were um, as happy, I guess. But just a few that were really happy. For yeah. Me, if you know, it felt great. And yeah, I was more focused on getting everybody happy versus concentrating who's actually genuinely happy for me. You know. Yeah, I think we are. We sometimes put a lot of pressure on it. You know, it's uh, it was a school. It was a culmination, and yeah, yeah, uh, it's a learning process. You know, it's never like we have learned. We have achieved that part of it. Even the like uh, the one of the most successful actors or celebrities or you know artists, I would say, even they are still learning with the stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I think it never stops for us. And plus, you know, not having you know to worry about what friends. what I loved about our culmination was the was that the our script 
even though our script was not not that much in depth you know but we went into the depth like yeah we we, we, we created our own depth yeah we yeah. we the um well as you learn in acting um anyone can say words yeah 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 you know, any anyone can read a script script yeah yeah but it's what yes. you put into those words yep it's bad and i think during all culmination we put in a lot of fun. yep and i i love that part like uh, we we made the script irrelevant to the point mm -hmm. where like there were certain things that were not making sense in the whole story yeah but we still created them but we made it make sense but yes yeah we made it yeah, yeah. it's just like if you were to give it to somebody else and yeah. it would be it was, it was just like a one uh, a bully asshole guy and a one who is like a whining whining character of greg you know yeah like it would have just been down to that yeah all you would have seen probably was like yeah like you said a bully bully yeah. and a victim victim yeah yeah but because we made them have such a good relationship Yep. That it was hard to see that dynamic break. It was, yeah, it was, I don't know. The, no, the, I, I think about it too. That was the last combination, the live combination that Spostor. I think so, yeah, man. And it's just like, yeah, I know that. Good to end uh, it on that note. There are a couple of more students whose combination was supposed to happen in April or, or March. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Laron and Fanny, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think they were. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They were up for uh, for their culmination. Yeah, I really wanted that. to see that. Yeah, I really want to see that, but we messed it up. Yeah. yeah, shit. I don't know how they're doing it now. Like they were know. working on a very. Uh, it was a very hilarious play. It's like with two skirmishes. Skirmishes. Yeah. Two sisters. Skirmishes. Yeah, yeah. Skirmishes. Yeah. I saw That's the rehearsals of it. So yeah. I saw some of it, yeah. Man, that would have been hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if, if we had got to see that. They're both very talented, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, man. I think that's yeah, what man. I really miss. I miss... Because I'm so lazy most of the times. Mm -hmm. um, especially, like, so the content I'm making now, right? Like, um, these kind of talk shows or... I make uh, like gaming content. Yeah, I like, like I love playing video games, right? But I hate editing the videos. Oh, like, I, I have no passion to like edit those videos. But when it came to like when we were doing the scripts and we were working on it, it was so much fun to put all that work into it. You know, like, yeah, it, it was like our lives for a couple months you know like we put all our stuff in and it felt Three, good when you get almost like, two and a half months into it yeah 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 man that's that's the beauty of this pandemic you know it has yeah. made us realize what we love what we what we didn't appreciate before yeah i i kind of love that this uh i i shouldn't say that like so many people have died in this but uh, the hard-earned lesson, as you know, I think recently Bill Gates said it, and he uh, published a book on it too. Yeah, uh, that the, there uh, are some hard-earned lessons, you know. 
yeah, on yeah, this whole yeah. phase. Yeah, I think we need to remember it. We need to, and I, do you think that like the generations that are coming after us, you know, uh, they they won't be able to have this kind of experience uh, again? Maybe for hundred years. The last one was what nineteen eighteen. Yeah, the, the Spanish, Spanish, Spanish right? Spanish. Yeah. yeah, and uh, for hundred years. So we are a special one, <laughs> you know. I mean, but that's why I think. That's why I think the arts are just as important as like writing down history. Yeah, yeah. Like if you think about all the films, all the stories. Like all the artwork, it it reflected the times. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and as creatives, I think it's like our duty to help people understand the times. Yeah, yeah. People have relied on it for their, you know, to go through the day. They yeah. would they would rely they would rely on shows on sketches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But art has kind of made it. Uh, survivable you know they have survived through it somehow it's it's weird how at the same time like artists they feel like there's so much important going on in the world right now that art is the last thing that people want to you know do right now no art is yeah art is at least for us it's just as important you know yeah 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 because without it i don't know i guess we'd just all be robots working at factories my god you know that's, yeah. that's boring as hell. Yeah, I think about how, as a species, as humans, like we're so we're so unique. You know, we are, aren't we? Like, we, imagine if yeah, fucking uh, birds painted. You know, My God. like yeah. like I mean, I guess there's some like elephants like kind of paint yeah there is there you are right humans are special you know we can manifest things that we think of we can we can do them we are we have the conscience to be creative creative yeah like we not we don't have to rely on just instincts yep because sometimes instincts suck yeah they're good sometimes in acting one stage in front of camera (laughs) Yeah. Not off stage when you're trying to talk to some girls and you just fuck everything up. <laughs> oh my god. Um but yeah, yeah man. I, I miss I love I love being creative, you know, and I especially like with someone who has ADHD. Yeah. Like, it's like you have to get that kind of energy out there. Yeah. Or it's or it's like gonna consume you. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, uh, if it's not a constructive force, if we are not like diverting towards constructive things, it would take us down to that rabbit hole. I've been like that, you know. I have been like that. I know yeah. what you are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I am not doing anything, I am destroying something, you know. Yeah. Mostly <laughs> just yourself. So. <laughs> which is. Yeah, yeah. At least that's what happens to me. Yeah. If I don't expel the energy, the energy just consumes me and ah. <laughs> it's good to get it out there, yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
How about that piano? Do you play? Play? Ah, <laughs> hmm? uh, that comes back to me being lazy. Mm, you brought it, but you are not practicing on it. <laughs> I mean, I've I've written it. I've made plans in my head to schedule, like, practices yeah. and stuff. And I think that's what I have to start doing is being more accountable to myself. Yeah, yeah. Like when I first got it. Um, I got through halfway through that uh, lesson book. Uh-huh. A, a book right there. Uh, yeah. But I got halfway, you know, with maybe a little bit less than a month. Mm-hmm. And that was like four months ago. Okay. So if I just kept going, I would have definitely finished the book by now. I would have been playing a couple of songs. Yeah. It's just I have... Like I said earlier, um, if I'm not accountable or I haven't found the right passion for it, I kind of just just leave it out there. Yeah, uh, it becomes a uh, a dust collecting hobby, like my ukulele. You see that one back there? Yeah, yeah. I've had that since. You when you were in LA, I I think I saw it here. No, I had it even. I had it since the military, like 2012, maybe. Oh yeah. And I don't even know how to play a song. Yet. I know how to play a tune, one tune. I think maybe that's the key, you know, just do one tune at a time. It is, but I have to be consistent. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have to hold myself accountable. And- if not then everything kind of that's that happens to me when i see like a 900 page book of like mostly stephen king you know he that guy writes a lot a lot yeah he writes every day yeah every day and when you have to read his book it's like uh, first i would start because just by the size of the book you would never pick it up you know Mm -hmm. go ahead and start reading it and then it's so interesting that it would take hours from you yeah so that's what i would do like just three pages you know four pages and then gradually it would uh, like get bigger but yeah it would still take me like three months to finish it three four months you know yeah don't you think it's crazy that you'll never read all of his stuff it is kind of crazy and i'm trying you know to read yeah. all of it <laughs> like it's, it's because he's writing every day Every day, yeah, he's you writing. Can, you have to spend yeah. your whole life reading his stuff if you want to read everything. But he's that kind of guy, you know. He has a he. He likes to write it that way. There are some uh, different type of writers. Like uh, he has to write hundred pages, or he has to write that that much of it, you know. Yeah. And then, and no matter if if he throws like ninety nine pages into the trash can. But he has to write like hundred pages to get something out. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. And that's why there's that's why sometimes we need people like that. Yeah, we do. We to, do. To remind us that you gotta put in the work. Work, yeah, yeah. No matter if it's good or not, keep doing it. Keep doing, keep doing it. Doing yeah. Keep doing it. Keep going. Keep doing it. Yeah. It's fun, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I see a lot of changes, you know, since you left LA. Yeah. You know, how I rem- how I told you that that Boston love is working. 
when uh, when I started hearing back from me? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I feel so. Yeah. I think it's mostly just like I said. The stress of living in LA sucks, right? Mm. It's expensive. Yeah, man. And then it's a it's a privilege that big. we can stay at home, you know. Yeah. Well, I was uh, where was I? I think I was around Cabarillo Beach. There's a beach around Long Beach. Uh, it's called Cabarillo Beach, I think. Okay. And I saw a couple of like uh, restaurants, you know. It was a pretty uh, tight neighborhood and. And I, I was uh, watching the workers that they work here. There was this restaurant, Vietnamese cuisine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I had a picture of it. I'll, I'll send you the picture. And uh, the workers there, I, I talked to some of the workers and I asked them, like, have you been, like, have you guys closed since the pandemic? They were there working, you know? They were like, no, uh, we can't close it. And I was like, yeah. the hell? It's like, yeah, we don't have the option to, you know, just close everything up and go home. Yeah. Yeah. It was unfortunate for a lot of people. But... Yeah, yeah. So the ones who can stay home and do stuff, that's, I would say, it's a privilege right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. How, how about Boston, the neighborhoods in Boston around you? How are they? Well, I mean, like, I'm not... Okay, so I guess if Boston is LA, I live like maybe a little bit past Pasadena. Pasadena? Yeah. So I'm not that close to the city. Like I'm yeah. not far, but I'm not that close. To the city. Yeah. I I actually do prefer going into places like Pasadena, Anaheim. You know, yeah. seeing the. You know how I. Uh, I think my my obsession with suburbs started when we went to that county fair. Oh yeah, yeah. How it it felt very like small town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I grew up. I think I told you like I I grew up in the suburbs. You know, like when I when I told my mom that I saw a whole section of artifacts of psychic. You know, there was a whole section of marbles and crystals and everything there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and my mom was like, that's America. And I was like, yeah, that's in America, you know. People do believe in, like, uh, crystal, especially in L.A. I don't know about the other places. But, uh, yeah, I, I saw her. I, I saw some pictures. And I sent her some pictures of that. And she was like, her mind was just blown. Like, my God, NASA and, and the psychic section in the county fair. <laughs> that was like, because that's how... American images, you know, when they see like, oh, these guys are like world leaders in science and the economic stuff and, you know, the manufacturing or doing the big things, you know? Yeah, but we yeah. also have. And then we also have this. So yeah. that's what I was saying, that one of one of the best thing an actor who's coming out uh, from other countries they can do is like go into those county fairs. I want to go in, go in there as much as I can. You know? Yeah, I remember you asking yeah. me, like, when when is the fairs open? When is the fairs open? I don't, know, open, I don't yeah. live in California anymore. Right now, right now they are saying that it will be around twenty first September or something. But, For the fairs uh, to start coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The county fairs are fun. Though. Yeah, I, they are. They are doing the vaccination at quite good good pace, though. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we'll be able to 
you hopefully will be able to, you know, do that. Go back yeah. and explore more. More, yeah. Get to be more creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, honestly, talking to you though, it, 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 it makes me want to come back to LA, but I don't know, man. I, I kind of like where I am now. Yeah. You know, like maybe if I get a little bit further in this journey I'm taking, then. You know. I think you will eventually come back. I, I think so. I, like maybe I have like, that kind of instinct. I don't. It it might be wrong. It might be you know, on. But I think you need your time. Uh, yeah. And and eventually you will. Yeah. I think I will. Yeah, Just, yeah. I need to take my time. Time, time. Take your time. Yeah. No worries. There's no bad thing in taking your time. Okay, but anyways, um, yeah. I'd like to thank you for coming onto the show and talking to me. And no I'm sure we'll talk a lot more later. We will, we will, for sure. We'll have more, but is there anything else you'd want to tell the audience? Uh, uh, no. Maybe you plug know. in your... Okay, so... Um, Nothing. What uh, you guys can do, you can follow us in our production company, Eurus Productions. E-U-R-U-S Productions. I think, what are we on, Instagram? We are on Instagram. And, and that's it, right? We don't have a YouTube yet. Uh, no, we don't have YouTube. We have Twitter. I think we have Twitter. Yeah, we have a Twitter. Twitter, yep. I haven't posted on any of those things. Yep. I don't think I can yet. I have nothing creative to put on there. But yeah, please follow Cash Up and what he's doing. And I will see you all next time. I will. You take right. care of him, man. Okay? Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye.